Welcome back to the House of Wellness podcast, where we talk about transforming your mindset around self-love and abundance, as well as manifesting your best life, honey. If you are new, I am your host, Jack Scott Lee, your spiritual cosmic body and abundance manifestation queen. Hey, 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 what is up, my people? I hope you're having a fantastic, fabulous time. Obviously, we are having some crazy... Um, an amazing astrology going on in the skies at the moment. I've been talking quite a lot about it on all of my social media pl- platforms. It's been bizarre with planets going direct, planets going retrograde. We've had new moons, full moons, all the things. I mean, I know the full and new moons aren't um, auspicious, you know, that happen every month. However, I feel like, you know, full moon and new moon is a pretty big deal, you know what I mean, when the luminaries, as they are called, um, transform in the sky, you know, of course it's always a beautiful event and it never seems to amaze me actually every time I um, clock the moon my my, my vision, um, how awesome it looks. Like I, I, the other day I, I, I turned the corner, I was driving somewhere later in the evening and... Um, it was just the beginning of it was just after the, the new moon and uh it was the crescent in the sky it looks like a big smiley face and i was just in awe of you know the beauty of the crescent moon you know and actually the first signs of the crescent moon in the sky is the actual best this is what we talking about ancient astrology right because you'll see on Instagram and TikTok, wherever, everywhere, right? Oh, in the moon, um, this is the time you got. You need to write down your dreams, goals, and desires, visualize and manifest them, which is, of course, fantastic and correct. Of course, it is. However, um, the ancient astrology and uh, Eastern astrology believe, and still do to this day, that the precise moment of the new moon, you know, when the new, the moon's actually, yes, it is reborn, but in the sky you can't see it because it's blocked by the sun. So actually, we have complete darkness. So, I mean, yeah, there's no moon in the sky, and so that power of the the energy of the new moon is uncontrollable, you know, because it's kind of almost like, you know, the, there is darkness and their energy is too raw and uncontrollable for you to actually have tangible manifestations, you know what I mean? So, the ancient, you know, especially like um, leaders and kings and queens and people in power and, you know, um, pharaohs, were having, for example, they would consult astrologers and the astrologers would tell them that actually the best time for them to start something new or um, launch something or whatever it is, you know, it would be when you could visibly see the sun, uh, sorry, the moon in the sky, you know. And, and this is how, you know, they'd, they'd have success when it came to whatever endeavour it was. And actually when I work with clients one-to-one as well, I say to them, the best time, if, you'd, if you're talking about business, for example, the best time to launch something would be, you know, around the new moon time, of course, you know, especially looking at your own planets as well to see what's important. But a great time to start something with tangible results, set them wheels in motion. When we come to an idea that you have or a project or whatever, it's something, you know, that you want to start new. The best time would be when you, the, the visibility of the moon in the sky and that would be actually usually about three or four days after the new moon 
when you first start to see the slithers of the crescent, you know, and that is the best time to have lunch over tea. And they'd say, and this is still true now, actually, and I still feel like say this to people, that it will be the first seven days after the new moon with the best time to um, negotiate deals, uh, start new romantic relationships, to launch projects, to, you know, anything that you want to be a success that would be then, that would be the opportunity, it would be like 10 days, you know, between the new moon and 10 days after really, because after that, after that we'll start, we start to, the moon starts to wind down and go into the full moon stage, so you have 14 days, and the 14 days after that, right, would be the uh, winding down phase of the moon, where the moon becomes completely full, and this is the, and that's the end of the cycle. So this isn't isn't the you know isn't the greatest time to start something, however, or manifest something, however, because about letting go and releasing. However, it's always really important to look at um, your birth chart and look at your personal trends and how it's affecting you, for example. And I always try on every episode to discuss what's happening for you personally when you come to your rising signs, you know, because your rising sign is the most important sign for, you know, these sorts of readings, you know. And you can find... Um, what I'm going to do, actually, I'm not. I'm going to leave the link for astro.com or astroseek in the chat of this um this podcast episode so you can link go into the link and download your free birth chart and on there so all you need to do is put your tell your birth time etc location all that stuff and it'll give you your birth charts and your rising sign will be on there and your moon sign and your sun sign obviously you know your sun sign up today you were born your everyone pretty much knows their star sign when it comes to sun signs you know for me for example i'm born in born in the middle of jan so i am an aquarius for example you know so i'll leave that in the comments for the actually the, the podcast description if you're going to the actual podcast i'll leave the link there for that um as well as for my services honey because i'm doing 2024 readings so if you want to know how 2024 is going to play out for you or how the the best transits are and the major transits are for you i will leave the link to contact me directly and get yourself on the waiting list to get to your 2024 reading it's so cool to have that to have that wisdom of knowledge and not going blind you know what i mean to what's available for you what tools you can harness like you know when the next there's gonna be three retrogrades next year the what where the eclipses are pluto changing into aquarius what does that mean for you because everyone has aquarius somewhere in their chart you know like for me for example my the when pluto goes back into aquarius for me with the fifth house house of fun so if you have aquarius in the fifth house that's the house of social media sorry it's not it's the house of entrepreneurship and creativity of dating of fun of embracing your inner child of skill talent and also the fifth house is one of the money houses too so this will show you where the transformation is going to be lying for you over the next over the next 12 months you know what i mean and he would want to know that if you're an aries rising for example the Pluto transit will be going through the 11th house. So this will be, this will be all tied in with your biggest goals, dreams and desires, as well as, you know, things like your friendship circles, the groups that you're part of, institutions, many, many things. You know what I mean? And if you're Aquarius rising, for example, this will be the house of you. Transformations around your health, your mental health, your body, your physical body, how you look, how you come across the world. You know, there's so much you can, you, you can uh, dissect from that and use that as a tool moving forward, you know, we're going to have retrogrades going on, Jupiter changing signs into Gemini too, which is incredible, you know, if you're a Libra rising, this is really, 
really quick. If you're a Libra rising Gemini, you know, the, the Jupiter and Gemini will affect the ninth house of travel. So you, I would expect Libra rising to be broadening the horizons when it comes to different cultures, traveling long distance, learning a new skill, um, teaching or being taught, finding new mentors, spirituality, all that sort of stuff, you know. However, that is not what we're talking about today. But I'll, do, I'll leave the link for that in, in the show notes too. So if you want to get in touch with me and get yourself booked a, a 12 month forecast, um, get that done. It's so good. And everyone that, everyone that I do, just go onto my Instagram and you see all my um, amazing reviews, people. Thank you so much. And speaking of reviews, thanks to everybody who is reviewing and leaving stars on this podcast too. It's fab. I really, really appreciate it. And it really helps the channel grow. Um, so yeah, we, we have what I want to talk about today, actually, and a bit late, late talking about it. Uh, although we're in the middle of it all right now, Mercury retrograde. Mercury went retrograde last week officially, so we have uh, retrograde Mercury. What does that mean? I'm, guess, I'm guessing if you listen to this podcast, you can't know what it means. If you don't, I want to briefly go over it. Mercury, you know, in traditional astrology, is the winged messenger. He wasn't a god per se. He was half half, right? Half human, half god. He was the messenger between the humans and the gods, right? So when they, when they say don't shoot the messenger, this is where it comes from, okay? And Mercury is one of the fastest moving planets in the in our solar system. All right, it's always very close to the sun. It's always close to the sun. Right, it's one of the most fastest moving planets, and uh, every th- I'd say three to four times the maximum, it will go. It will start to station and go directly, and actually, it doesn't actually move backwards through the sky. Um, but it appears to do so by the human eye. What it actually, what it actually does, it slows down. So when it slows down, the orbit slows down, and when it slows down, it looks like in the sky it's travelling backwards. So we have this phenomenon called Mercury retrograde, and it's become really famous over the years because even if you're not an astrologer or into astrology, people kind of know about Mercury retrograde. And actually, pretty much all the planets um, travel retrograde at some point in their orbit every year, you know. And actually, the outer planets like Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune, they spend like, you know, up to six months retrograde. You know what I mean? Uh, Mars will retrograde every two years, as Venus, and Saturn a couple of times a year. Yeah, so it's not an, a, an unusual occurrence. So when a planet goes retrograde, it appears to be closer to the Earth as well. So the, the energy of the planet is stronger. You know what I mean? But also, it's not acting as it should because it's kind of out of orbit. It's like um, driving your car in the wrong gear almost. You know what I mean? Or putting the wrong fuel in. Actually, these sort of things can play out because Mercury actually rules things like travel and communication. So what, what Mercury retrograde is famous for is miscommunication and travel travel mishaps. For me, for example, this has happened a few times because I have, even though I'm an astrologer and I know, I, know, I know when not to do things, sometimes life happens, you have to do it. You have to just like roll the dice uh, I remember one time I booked to go uh, to back to, when I say when I tell people don't travel during retrograde it's, they say it's actually if you're going to travel back to somewhere where you've already been that's pretty cool as far as travel goes but anywhere new you want to be double careful and double check because Mercury's about you know re- checking everything over and over again re-evaluating rescheduling realigning readjusting you know and reconfirming shit so um, i'm double checking paperwork i'm double checking the, the communication before i send emails text messages all that sort of stuff right and actually i, I know i booked a, a vacation to babitha with someone very close to me and we were both they're on astrologers too they were like we should really should not be traveling during much retrograde i said i know but we are astrologers you know foresight and all that we want to double check everything and as far as travel went everything was perfect because we were traveling back to our we've been there many many i've lived there we've been there many many times 
and oh my god, everything apart from the actual travel itself, anything that could go wrong did go wrong. You know, uh, reservations for, uh, for restaurants were were playing were just not there. There were excursion things that weren't happening. The weather was terrible. But they had freak weather, um, so our boat trips were cancelled. Uh, there was mishaps at the hotel. Uh, we'd gone to we'd gone to book a sunset thing, and the sunset uh, uh, the weather was so bad. <laughs> the sunset was cancelled. Well, the, the, the sun still set because it was like a, a freak typhoon or whatever was happening at the time. <laughs> I laugh about it now because you could not make literally anything that could go wrong did go wrong that 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 location. And actually, all the things we planned to do, we couldn't. We didn't do any of them. You know, because uh, one there was one thing after another, um, but the things that we, even though we didn't do things that we planned to do, we had we probably one of the best vacations that we ever, we ever had. We did loads of spiritual stuff. We had uh, past life past life regression, which is one of the things that were really indicative of um, uh, retrograde is going back into the past. So we had past life regression when we were there. We had really spiritual vacation. Actually, it turned from being like a bit of a party holiday. We didn't do anything. We didn't do any party. No alcohol was drank. And uh, we've gone from that to being really spiritual, having tarot card readings done, crystal heat, literally all the things. And it was one of the best holidays I've ever had. However, these were mishaps, you know, these were things that we couldn't plan, plan for because of retrogrades. Uh, the next thing that I did, I travelled to Madrid. Was it Madrid? I think it was Madrid or Barcelona, somewhere anyway. And the uh, flights were cancelled. Flies were cancelled, and then uh, the my friend who I was meeting in uh, Madrid, their their plane was completely cancelled. <gasps> oh my god, we were supposed to meet up in Madrid, and the we couldn't meet up because their their flights were completely cancelled. It was a it was a whole thing, and then so I'd actually we had all these things planned to do had to cancel all those stuff, and this is Mercury retrograde, right? But they so that's not the extreme version of it. There's loads of things that can happen. I mean, uh, a friend of mine recently had travelled to Rome. And they uh, actually they they're an astrologer too, so they triple triple quadruple checked everything to the finest detail. However, all their everything was great when we were there, but their flights were majorly delayed in both ways. So I think they had to actually stay an extra night in the end. <clears throat> so yeah, this is my retrograde shit. A miscommunication, ex-lovers come back from the past. This is like retrograde, so people come back from the dead, or not physically, as in like people you haven't seen for a long time. You'll appear or hear from, like me, for example. I've had messages from people I haven't seen for a long time. I've had old clients come back to me. And this has only been a week. Um, I've had friends lock themselves out of their cars. This is Mercury retrograde shit. I've had appliances break down. My Wi-Fi's gone down. I think ne- I think the day Mercury I think the day Mercury retrograded officially. Uh, Netflix actually actually broke down uh, for the whole for the whole of the is it North and South America. They had no Netflix or something like that because it, it, it had a massive glitch in the system. And this is like Mercury retrograde shit. You know what I mean? You start your GPS will play up. Yeah, work, work properly. Um, these sort of the appliances around the home will just play uh, guaranteed every time there's a Mercury retrograde I have major Wi-Fi issues all the time you know so yeah these things happen to, uh, for us and you know we, we, not, we can't always do things about it so I was trying to say if it's out of your control try not to sweat it <laughs> do you know what I mean and the retrograde is a great time to actually I'll go deep into what it is over the last twelve. I don't think I mentioned this on my last pod- my last podcast actually about it's a great time to um, the retrograde about revaluation. So looking back on the last twelve months now, what is it you want to let go of? Where is you can you make changes? Where, where can you shift your perception? What's no longer working for you? What can you let go of? 
you know because um, it's about hindsight and reflecting and, and letting go of and making changes this is not working for me anymore you know what I mean I want to let that go for example uh, this schedule's not working for me or you know working with these people isn't working isn't in the best interest anymore these boundaries I need to put into place this relationship isn't you know I'm not, I'm not communicating my needs wants and desires I need to I want to do those I'm going to do it you know people pleasing isn't my thing anymore or you know this job's no longer serving me I want to I want to revamp my CV for example you know like I said it's not a great time to sign any contracts as such however I did have a client who did a massive um, um, house trans- transaction um, on a house it was like a multi-million pound, multi-million pound um, deal they, they, they got on this house and I was like look honey Mercury is in retrograde so just, and they had so many issues they're, they're living in this house now anyway but they had so many issues I was like bitch I told you you saw what you paid me for um, however, this person's chart, they were kind of, they were born with the retrograde planet and they, um, not only was, is Mercury retrograde in their charts, they also have, I think it was something like four or five other planets, including their two other person planets, which were retrograding too, so they actually thrive in the chaos, you know, they thrive in the chaos of retrograde because when they can make major life changes and they, they just secure this multi-million pound house. And uh, they're still living in it now, actually, a few years later. And not to say they have not had any hiccups. <laughs> but I did say to them, I feel like with this retrograde, with, with this retrograde energy that they signed the contract on, that they won't be there for very long. And I think they are already looking to expand and move anyway. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I wanted to go into, if you've not tuned into the podcast before, would you like to go sign by sign by all the, um, by all the signs as how it's going to affect you personally. So Mercury, Mercury retrograde and how it's going to affect you. And Mercury will be retrograding all the way through the Christmas holiday season. So miscommunication with family members, of course, 100%. So be clear, be clear because people are not going to be reading you. And if you think people are on your wavelength, they're not. No, we don't think the same. We don't talk the same. We don't make the same decisions. So you've got to be absolutely crystal clear and very um, to the point. You know what I mean? Um, people can be more easily offended. Uh, they'll take what you take what you say the wrong way completely. These are like Mercury retrograde things, you know. But it's really good time to evaluate your your plan for the next twelve months. You, what's your, what's your, where do you see yourself in twelve months? Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in ten years? Like for me, I was like, okay, twenty twenty four. I have a Venus return coming up. Which I'm going to do a separate episode about. I want to have a year of bouginess, loads of travel, being a five star bitch, and just being absolutely luxurious. So I thought my birthday in January. I've already booked um, to have afternoon tea at Harrods, one of my favourite places in London, as well as going to the opera and a few other fancy things too. Got a really cool penthouse. Staying in in Mayfair actually, uh, fancy as fuck. I know. Um, starting the year off like that because my Venus return is then. I thought it was my Venus return. Whatever you do around your Venus, Venus return will project the next twelve months. So I want to be a five star classy bitch <laughs> in my Venus retrograde because my Venus return. Because when I've done that in the past, my year has been opulent, and that is what I want. That's my vibe for twenty twenty four. So I said to my partner, I want to be really like organised with like okay, I want to, I want to go um, skiing. I want to go X Y and Z places. Let's make this happen. Let's let's start making the plans right now. So over the weekend, I've been booking Airbnbs. I've been checking out flights. I've been in, in touch with various people to get this shit done. Hey, and this is retrograde stuff. I'm not I haven't signed till delivered anything in, in confirmation yet. Um, but a lot of it's already booked and done. 
you know what I mean? This is like retrograde shit to actually um, go over stuff and reevaluate, realign your purpose to uh, to um, where you want to be and how you can how you can set the ball in motion. All right. And if you want to look into that for yourself personally, honey, get yourself a personal reading with me. Whether it's a birth chart reading, I think a birth chart reading is always a great one to start with because you want to know your birth chart inside out, don't you? You want to know your weaknesses, your strength, your gifts, your talents, your karma. All that great stuff is in your is encased within your birth chart. So your natal chart, birth chart reading is your ultimate go to first thing. I'd all I'd always do before having like twelve month transit readings or a solar reading. And I do do offers where you book both together. You get a huge discount. So please speak to me directly through the DMs or email me or what have you. I'll leave all the links in the show notes where you can do that. So we can be bad, bad bitches together, honey. Okay, so let's get into Mercury retrograde. And of course, in true retrograde fashion, I can't find my show notes. I do actually do notes sometimes. And when I do... Can't find them. Here we go. Yep. So let's go through it. Um, I always make a little table. Of, I'm so organised. I always do like a little table of okay, this is a star sign, and I just I don't write anything in particular. I just, I just write the house number because as long as I know the house number it's in, I can give you a huge reading. So, okay. Oh yeah, I was going to say. So if you um, when you listen to these, um, always listen to your rising sign first, and then your sun sign, and then your moon sign. Okay, all three are, are, are brilliant. And if you don't know those, obviously go and check them out. And if you don't know, if you don't know any of your birth time, just listen to your your sun sign because your sun sign will give you a really accurate reading too, because it will affect a particular part of your your chart anyway. All right, so um, with that, let's get into it. So, Aries, Sun, Moon, and Rising, Mercury retrograde will be happening for you in the house of your career, your work, and your social standing. So, expect miscommunication um, when it comes to work. Allow yourself extra time when you leave the house to get to work <laughs> because you might not get there on time because, um, you know, retrograde uh, uh, is delays. So, delays in work, delays in emails, delays in any news related to work as well, and CVs and things like that. Um, miscommunication when it comes to your colleagues, how, you, how you're seen at work as well, it's going to be awry, there could be some crosswords or miscommunication at office parties some year as well, so be very mindful of that. Um, again, yeah, so you know, you could be hearing from people um, who you used to work with, going and linking up with those too, uh, with Mercury Retrograde in the 10th house. Um, you could be revisiting old looks, old hairstyles, old um, clothing as well, and things that, you know, things, things like, um, I don't know. For me, for example, when I've had these transits, like um, revisiting old styles and old looks I used to have and going back into those and being interested in those again and being in touch with old work colleagues again, you know. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I would double-check emails, text messages, any communication, allow some extra time at work. And things to break down at work as well are very common, common with these transit areas. Taurus, Sun, Moon and Rising. This is the ninth house. Girl, if you are travelling, make sure you double, triple check everything. Travel documentation, passports, visas, all the things that you need. Make sure you got them. Allow yourself extra time when you're travelling as well. Uh, if, you, if you can delay travel, I would. Um, and just be open to anything can happen. Because with Mercury Retrograde, anything can happen. Like I said, when I was in Ibiza, we had the most worst weather ever recorded. But we had the most amazing time too. We discovered some amazing restaurants which we hadn't planned to go to because uh, our plans were out the window. With, with Mercury Retrograde, expect your plans to go out the window at any given moment. If you're waiting on travel documentation, expect delays. Oh, any do- any legal documentation or any legal news, expect delays and miscommunication as well. So just double check that everyone is on the same page. 
Gemini, Sun, Moon and Rising, this is eighth house for you, Geminis. So the eighth house rules many. So just be careful of um, um, transactions, uh, your internet security, this is eighth house stuff. So make sure you, all your passwords are secure. Make sure that you log in, log in and out of things correctly. Um, this can be the this could be like where you're accidentally spending on something or you haven't like unsubscribed from things that you thought you had and you're still paying for them so definitely check out your this is a really good time but actually to go over your finances actually where is it that you can you got i always say financial leaks when it comes to like automatic subscriptions or things that you're not using anymore like gym memberships or whatever it is and just getting into alignment with actually cutting those out because this will give you um, strength in the future all right also this, this, this can all partners too so this, this can be a miscommun miscommunication um when it comes to you and a partner cancer sentiment and rising seventh house honey so seventh house is all to do with relationships of all sorts so you could be having a blast from the past when it comes to relationships and people come back from the dead literally to be like hey what you doing Hi, what's up been thinking about you especially this time of year christmas time as well you know so you know case of the ex cancer you are one of the people who are going to get that transit with mercury retrograde in the seventh house um, again seventh house with contracts so this is not a main time to sign anything if you have to sign something make sure you get checked out and just double, triple, quadruple check everything. Miscommunication when it comes to your closest intimate relationships are very, very common too. Okay. Sixth house people. This will be uh, my Leo's Leo. Sun, Moon and Rising. This is the house of your everyday um, endeavours. So, again... If your car's going to break down, this would be the time for it to happen. <laughs> so just make sure your car, all your, all the ways that you travel, there could be delays to, to, to allow time for that, right? or allow extra time when you're travelling because there may be delays with travel. Uh, there could be things breaking down at work, breaking down. If it's like you go to the gym. Like I went to the gym today, for example, and all the lights weren't working. Does that make you retrograde shit? Do you know what I mean? So things like that. Um, if you have... I think that if you are employing people, there could be miscommunication there and it could be hiring and firing going on as well. Anyone that you do hire now, they may not be around in the love for the long haul. So just um, be very mindful of that. There could be some old health issues coming back up again. Like I said, this is Mercury, so it's nothing major. Um, so this is a really good time to reevaluate and assess your health, your fitness, and your just your, just how you look after yourself in general and all, all, all areas, you know, and your, your nutrition, your vitamins, all that great stuff, you know, and get them into a vibration of feeling good and doing the right things so you can be a bad bitch. <clears throat> okay, so Virgo, Sun, Moon, and Rising. This is happening for you in the fifth house again. Um, another another uh, sign where you'll be affected by, could be affected by, uh, relationships, honey, because the fifth house rules dating and sex and casual dating. You know, so all the fuckboys are back. Um, texts from the exes, bumping into friends in your local area, all that sort of stuff is going to be rife, my little Virgos. Mercury is your ruler. You guys feel the retrograde the most. This is about processing your emotions and your feelings, you know. Uh, Virgos do not like to do this because they're very much, you know, this is a very general sweeping statement, you know. Virgo archetype is very much about being thought to mental and, you know, mentality and not much to do with feeling and emotion. However, you need to look at all your, your full charts to be more accurate with that. But generally speaking... Um, this is about being in touch with your emotions and, and actually um, there could be a lot of confusion there around your thought pattern as well because obviously Mercury rules communication how you think in your mind too and how you communicate with yourself 
So actually, there could be um, blockages there with knowing how you truly feel, you know, and actually maybe less in less in your mind and more in your heart. Libra, fourth house, honey. This is going to be happening for you in the home. So miscommunication around the fam, family, uh, our family area. There could be um, things breaking down or going missing uh, around the home too. You know what I mean? So be very mindful of that. Um, this is a very extreme example. Um, but my actual, uh, one of my siblings had their houses broken into in this transit before. So, but like I said, this is a very extreme example. You know, of Mercury retrograde. There's still other transits going on, which spark that, like Mars going to do Sagittarius. Those are the things. But you know, just expect things to break down around the house. I always, when I when I have this transit going on in the fourth house, my Wi-Fi goes down, my blender stops working, the cooker doesn't turn on, the electricity on the blink. All this mad shit happens. So be mindful of that, okay? But however, this is a really good time to get organised around the home, to go through your clothing, bag up some stuff for charity, create space for the new, okay? Scorpio, sun, moon and rising, honey. Third house, the house of communication. Everyone's going to be thinking that you are beeping on them, you are ag, you are, you know, saying all the wrong things, all the wrong things. You cannot say and do the right thing, basically, with this transit. Scorpio, uh, this is your third house as well, so this can real rule, because the third house rules travel. So this is not a great time to travel anywhere um, near you. Uh, there could be travel mishaps. If you have to travel, cars could break down, things will be late. Um, not a great time to buy a new car. Great time to buy a second hand, though. You know, second hand cars are great. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, allow for um, automobiles to go on the blink or go missing <laughs> or just break down. You know what I mean? So this is, this is uh, retrograde shit. Um, you guys, because the third house rules your local environment as well, um, you could be bumping into people you haven't seen for a long time. You can bump into an old friend in the supermarket, for example, or an old lover in the bank. You know what I mean? That sort of stuff. My Cappies, Capricorn, Sun, Moon, and Rising. Mercury will be happening in the... Sorry, Mercury. The retrograde will be happening for you in the first house. So you just, some of you might be going back to old hairstyles or old looks. You know what I mean? Thinking, oh, yeah, I used to, I used to re-rock that uh, mullet. So I love that colour. I want to go back to it. This is my partner's Capricorn Rising, and they've gone back to it, um, having their hair a particular colour, actually. They used to have, and it looks beautiful on them. And this is like rich grade. You're going back to old shit. And reminiscing about old times, too. We've been doing a lot of that lately, actually, because I'm a Capricorn Moon. He's a Capricorn Rising. And we've been reminiscing about, you know, traditions and Christmas times when we were younger and music we used to listen to and the food that we used to eat and all this sort of stuff, you know. Very indicative of retrograde in the first high stuff, okay? All right, so if you are a Aquarius, I don't know why I say it like that, Aquarius, I'm, I'm, I'm an Aquarius sun. If you're an Aquarius sun, moon, or rising, this is happening for you in the 12th house, the mental house. <laughs> Not like an asylum, as in the house of your your innermost mind. So this can be like, you know, you could be fucking, you could actually be feeling exhausted and tired. And actually, it's a great time to journal, to chill out, to slow down, to unwind, to relax and recuperate. 12th house rule. 12th house rules sleep, it rules isolation, it rules just stepping out, but it also rules creativity and spirituality too, this is a great time to step back into your creativity and spiritual practice, okay. Pisces, my loves, this is happening for you in the 11th house, the house of your biggest goals, dreams and desires, also the house of friendship too, so you could be bumping into old friends from the past and old institutions that you used to be part of, old groups and stuff and getting back together with those over the festive period. Great time for that. And also, Pisces, this is about getting into alignment to actually what are your dream goals and desires? What do you want? Where do you see yourself? And how are you going to get there? And how were you thinking of getting there? What hasn't actually been... 
I say you guys plan to do this thing, right? And you've been you've been like chipping away at it. It's not it's not actually working anymore. It's kind of you're you're doing it without thought. And actually, look back thinking, actually, I've been I've been spending X amount of time doing. I don't know. For example, um, if you are a um, you run an online business or something, and you've been spending X, Y, and Z on marketing a certain way, and it's not really working out for you. Why are you spending that time and money and energy on that when you can do something else? You know what I mean? That sort of thing. You know, so if you've got a dream to save X amount of money to go travelling, but you've been doing like a side hustle, but side hustle's not making you any money, you know, more money than you're spending, and actually you've been getting some time now. How can I change that around? You know what I mean? That sort of thing. It's about reevaluating your goals and how you're going to get there. Still having those goal, goals, or if, you're, if those goal, goals are no longer serving you, it's okay to release those too. You know, you're know, allowed to change your fucking mind. That's fine. You know, we're humans. We're allowed to change at any given moment. So, yeah, it's about reevaluating that as well and seeing and where do you see yourself. Where do you see yourself? How are you going to get there? And knowing that, yes, your dreams can change whenever you want them to, and you can still have the same dreams, you can chip away at them, and actually, uh, you can plot, twist, and uh, take a detour and get back into alignment at any given moment. You guys, I hope you loved this podcast episode. If you did, leave some stars. And uh, I'd love to see the comments. Make sure you follow me on all the socials, TikTok, Insta, YouTube, all the places. You know where, you know where I'm at. It's, it's the House of Wellness. I will catch you on the next episode, my love. And remember, the House of Wellness is not just a mindset. It's a lifestyle, honey.